baby. Welcome, everyone, to the You're Still Out Golf Podcast, part of the Sports Pros Network, where we're always talking sports, so let's start the conversation. I'm your host, Keith Needham, and I'm joined in studio by my co-host and resident golf sicko, Mr. Jonathan Teal. JT, how are we doing this evening, bud? Mr. Needham, I tell you what, the, the energy levels are, are low. I've said that a couple times before. Uh, emotionally, if not physically drained from a, uh, wow, what a weekend um, but I can tell you that a lot has happened over the last, what, eight days since we last recorded a lot of college golf. We got to experience, that's right. That's right. Um, a little bit of, uh, up close and personal college golf uh, on Friday night. So, uh, a great list of topics to get through, uh, though a little bit of an ab ad lib session tonight coming in hot. I know we, uh, we, we had a special guest planned that, uh, you know, I'm didn't look like it's going to work out. But um, as always, what that's the reason we started this podcast, sit around for an hour and talk golf. Yeah, absolutely. So you, you mentioned that special guest, right? So traffic, downtown Oklahoma City, you never know what's going to happen, right? So so we're efforting on that front. I think that's what you say if you're, you're on the news or on the radio, right? You're efforting, efforting. Not sure uh, how to bring in that out. special guest. But uh, fingers crossed that that uh, plays out here over the next 45 minutes to an hour while we're here on the podcast. But you mentioned all the things we're going to talk about, right? Obviously, college golf, I'm sure referring to the East Lake Cup. Right, Bedlam uh, in the final there on the men's side. Oklahoma State women make it to the final as well. We'll recap the play there and what went down there. Uh, Friday night, shot in the dark. Uh, you and I in the in, in the wives, right? Took the wives What down. a double date. Was able right? to do that Friday night down in Norman at the Coast Center. Got to play the Ransom Short Course. Uh, so that was a lot of fun as well. We got some SNS, right? Stewie Nat had a special Stewie guest on Nat last Society. week. Matt Nolo Nolan was on to, to kind of... Uh, Let's be, let's be field. handicapped. Is that field, what you call that? Yeah, something like that. I call that. it a so, flaming of everyone uh, little, involved. A little, little roast job there <laughs> uh, on the participants in that event, but we'll talk about that as well. And then obviously get the Bermuda, uh, the Butterfield Bermuda Championship as well. Didn't watch a single minute of it, but uh, <laughs> watched a lot of news and uh, highlights, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up on that as well. But before we get into all of that golf action, J2, of course, of course, we have to show some love to our primary sponsor. And of course, we are talking about Chalk. Luxury Sports Bar. I don't know if you know this, J. Teal, but the YSO podcast is championed by Chalk. I, I, was, I like that phrase. I, I was right? aware so of this. New, new branding, a little new phrasing on that front, but I love that. But, uh, of course, everybody knows where Chalk is located, right? 1324 West Memorial Road there in Chisholm Creek Plaza. You can follow them on the web at Chalk or www.chalkokc.com or follow them on Twitter and Instagram at ChalkOKC. Right, we're in the midst of college football. Right, we get NFLs on Sunday. The Thunder are back playing again in the NBA. So many reasons to go check out Chalk. Always the favorite. That is Chalk Luxury Sports Bar. Where do we want to start, J2? I love how you say primary sponsor. Yeah, well, there's always room for at least a secondary one, right? So, <laughs> I haven't got it yet. Primary, so would, primary would suggest a secondary. Only? If you're interested, if we, you're we looking love for, you, some Chalk. Shelf, don't leave us. for some shelf we space, uh, we can talk, guys. Um, I think we start with, we put all the effort into previewing the Stuart Nat Society Club Championship I feel like we got to start there. It's a mega um, pod last week, right? Know, Ninety minutes. It was a bit. It was a big time pod. I don't think we realized how many takes uh, Nolo had. The PGA Tour comps uh, were hot and heavy, and then you know we'll get to it. But uh, some predictions uh, rang true, some predictions not so much. And um, That's why you play the game, right? You know, prognostication is a, is a dirty, dirty business. Uh, but we'll we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and dive into it. Again, I'm not sure that uh, you know, we, we kind of hope that. Oh, oh, whoa, hey, he, yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure if he's gonna make it. Special, he, yes. uh, he has, has made it. He's uh, let let him get What's his. Uh, it, is this on? It's yeah, turn, on, it turn is that on. mic on, Hop. You're good. You're hot. Speaking to the you mic. Can, can speaking to the now? mic. Uh, very up, nice. Very nice. For reasons that you'll uh, soon learn about. Very special guest, uh, re return contributor. Uh, Mr. Justin Hoppick, welcome into the studio, my friend. Thanks, guys. It's changed a little bit since I've been here last. It's, yeah. Uh, you guys Spruce the place up a little bit. more sophisticated. Uh, some cameras? Like, is that a hint to some future Well, you know, don't let any too many cats out of the bag. Okay, but, uh, yeah, we've got a new setup here. But uh, 
all setups are, are, are lead to, to lead to great content. And we're about to get into, again, we weren't sure if you were going to make it, but big uh, guy, you yeah. know, as a, you got to take care number one, as a house husband, you got to take care of the wife. Yeah. Request. That's a good rule. Know, That's a good rule. Had to get the ring clean, stop by the mall, get the ring clean. <laughs> <laughs> had to get some, we're, we're traveling here coming up soon. So I had to get some pie making supplies for things. We've already got to plan out Thanksgiving. So, you know, I've, I've got, Hard stuff, you know. So Real, I gotta make sure I can do that, it. and then get, it. get home and and in time to to grill the dinner. So, Real House Husbands of Edmond to uh, coming to a you know, network near you. Is that, is that too much information? <laughs> no, I love it, Jay. <laughs> okay. It's good stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I just uh, couldn't commit to this. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> I got to make sure I get my stuff done. Right? Nothing wrong with that, my friend. Nothing wrong with that. Well, well, let's let's take us back to Saturday, right? So, Stewie Nat, uh, James E. Stewart. National Golf Club, right? So <laughs> the setting. And what I would say, Saturday morning, boys, I mean, the weather, you guys timed it uh, quite well because it was pristine on Saturday. It was here absolutely perfect uh, on Saturday morning. Started off nice and cool with no wind, just like you like to see when you're facing 36 holes of championship golf. Uh, James Stewart, of, of all places, was actually under a frost delay on on saturday the morning was very hard on starter was very adamant that there were we were at a frost delay don't despite be the fact that uh it never dropped i think below maybe 38 39 degrees i don't know how you get frost at those temperatures but um, science man boyle's law pv equals nrt it was uh he did there not you have trust it. us he did not trust us well, I wouldn't do, trust you do not go out not there trustworthy but we had uh we had a great field as broken down on last week's pod, uh, the Stewart National Society there to crown its champion. Much love for the little nine-holer that is Jimmy Stewart Golf Course. Um, many monikers, you know, TPC Jimmy, Stewart National. Um, but per what has become the usual, uh, going to jump right into our champion, None other than J-Hop, once again, taking home hardware. Congratulations, buddy. I mean, what a, what a year it's been. Uh, tell us about your play on Saturday before we kind of get into maybe some more roasting of other folks. Uh, we, we definitely need to do that. But I, I think, first of all, you know, I've got to thank my wife for allowing me to, you know, practice and, I mean, and get halfway decent at golf. Because I used to be... Behind like, every dude. house husband is a great... Great is, is a great, badass great money making yeah, woman, wife. kicking ass, <laughs> and uh, you know, making making sure I can I can I can get out there and work on my putting. Um, yes, for but, sure. Uh, so thank and, and of course thank mom and dad for for getting me into the game. So man, you know it takes takes a whole team. Well, yeah. I mean, this becoming old hat for you now, Hop. I mean, does it get tired winning? No, no, it, no, no, it no never no, gets no. old, right? I, I've never won a golf tournament in my life until this year, and. Year of the hop. The, so walk us through walk us through the year that has been twenty twenty one. The trophies you've took home. We we talked about it last on last week's pod. Yeah. But you know, walk us through the the hardware that you've taken uh, back up to you know Northeast Edmond. Man, so the 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 two big ones. I hope I'm not forgetting anything. Is is uh, obviously the Kong, which first. First time getting to to play in the Kong, uh, probably I think I, I mentioned this before. It's probably the most fun golf tournament I've ever played in. Um, obviously, definitely the best well best run. No, um, you're too kind. Yeah, yeah. Too, too, <laughs> not slurping too, too. anybody right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would never. Um, and uh, Look, so, we don't get so any I, money for this podcast. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to break even here. Say off. what you need to so say. I won, okay, I won the Kong. Got not only I, I did not realize everything that I was playing for. I might have been more nervous if I knew that I was going to get a. I knew I saw the massive trophy, but I didn't know I was getting a green jacket. So getting the green jacket was badass. It's getting a different color green. Home. Different color green. If uh, anybody's listening down in Augusta, man, my wife was so excited when I brought that home. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got I, I got some special treatment for for winning that. Um, and then Keep the PG on your hub. <laughs> all right, all right, sorry. Um, and then obviously went in the Stewie Nass Society, which, which is really. Cool. I mean, every it, it, you can't compare. It's like you know which one you know is winning the 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 Masters type. You know, I, I think about you know Tiger getting asked, what's what are you more proud of, winning the Masters or the U.S. Open or the British? It you know. They, they they both mean different things, you know, beating your buddies at Stewie Nat and being the, the Stewie Nat champion of the year is uh, 
that's some fun. I, th- I think that's going to be some fun bragging rights over the off season. Um, winning the Kong was really cool. The biggest trophy <laughs> that, I, that I've ever won in Physic- any, physically any sport, the physically biggest trophy. We are trophy nerds here. So. <laughs> and, and, no, uh, no shocker. No doubt. And you know, I ran home after, after winning this, this past Saturday and, and we had a little Halloween thing going on at my house, a little Halloween party and the fam was over there. So I got to go home and, and uh, share the trophy. Walk walking through the door and having your nephew see that you're holding a trophy. Oh my! I don't gosh. know Legend what to compare status. that to. I mean, that's better. Triumphant entry. I, I really think that is better than sex, right? Like <laughs> having your nephews be like, Uncle Jay, you want a trophy? I'm like, I beat all of them. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, that's ran a, through six other guys to win this. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. The but honestly, really, what you know, those are those are two really awesome things. But what I'm, I don't know, most proud of is really, um, I shot uh, 68 out at Lincoln Park West to to qualify for the uh, Oklahoma State yeah. Amateur Match Play Championship. And uh, so to be able to compete against um, you know a lot of uh, really stud golfers across the state, that was really proud of that one too. I didn't I didn't win um, shooting uh, shooting sixty eight. There there are some studs shooting going six seven under there, but just to qualify for that tournament is another big accomplishment. I've got to got to throw in there as well. Yeah, you um, you belong in that field, so man. So yeah, you it, belong man. in that field. Man. Well, you know, it's I think. The historic nature of your 2021 is personified by when you leave the Karsten Creek Club Championship oh off the list, <laughs> you know it's been... Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a just a big, hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. Oh, Hop, you couldn't have said it any better. I mean, you nailed it there. Uh, well, before we get to where your season ranks, you know, versus Tigers 2000 or maybe Jack 1965 or, yeah. you know, perhaps Bobby Jones 1930 they're all Amateur, it's, it's yeah. very very arguably it's, in the pantheon it's a debate it's a it's debate a, totally a debate um talk a little bit about uh very quickly your competitors on Saturday kind of those who uh who came closest to nipping you we had we had a very I had to come from behind we had a tight race yeah um talk a little bit about your competitors, I believe, as it shook out, we had a three-way tie for second. Yeah, in the event, which wow. is a uh, very yeah. interesting. And this, it's amazing uh, how good the 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 handicap system works. It is pretty amazing. <laughs> and for those who didn't listen to last week's pod or, or have not uh, gone through Wikipedia, the Wikipedia page on the Stewart National Society, thirty-six, excuse me, twenty-seven hole net stroke play event. Right, so we played the white tees and the blue tees, then the black tees, all of which have a course rating and handicap assignment, and so all these scores we're about to to gush over were net scores. Uh, but you finished in first at one eleven net over those three three nine hole rounds, and then we had a three way tie for second. Uh, Malibu Big Fish, uh, no low Matt Nolan who proclaimed himself that he was going to be the champion, if you all remember right. I think he also proclaimed that Cody Big Fish. Well, yeah, we'll get get there. We'll get there. And he got tied? And he tied second. And then uh, then Colin Dubois, the the Frenchman, uh, the uh, international player. You can't uh, count out those crafty uh, Europeans. You cannot count out the French uh, as much as we'd like to. Couldn't handle the pressure. All at a... uh, all at a 113 net to finish tied for second. So some, some really great play. You know, going into that final nine, who were uh, maybe who are you most worried about? Mm-hmm. You did have to come from behind. I did. I was I was one back at Colin Dubois, the Frenchie, going in. Uh, but who were you uh, kind of think it was going to come down to when all was said and done? And then uh, just talk us through the day in terms of uh, some highlights and lowlights. Yep, no doubt. Going into the last nine, knowing that Colin was one up, um, I mean, he beat me straight up gross the first round I played with Colin the first round the first nine and he beat me straight up so I mean in gross so I knew going in I I didn't know if I had a pop on or if he had a pop on me or not I don't think so so I knew I was gonna have to beat him I knew I was gonna have to he was pretty close to a scratch golfer from a hand I knew I knew I was gonna have to beat him by at least two and and doing that from the back tees the tips out there I knew it was gonna be I knew I was going to have to putt well, and I did not. So I was—I really didn't think I had a, a, a chance, even until 
we we met up with him probably on the sixth or seventh hole, and he you, we were kind of checking in to see where everybody's at, and he he let us know. I think he was kind of already three or four over, and uh, I was I th- I think I was even at that point, um, and so I felt like I had taken the lead, um, but I also knew Cody Big Fish was 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 in it playing well. I played with him uh, I think the fur the second round, and uh, so and he he's. Uh, very solid. I think um, you know if he just kept it together, he he could he he strikes the belt the ball good enough that I was worried about him. Nolo, I think already had like a four or five stroke lead on him. I wasn't that worried about, but he got hot. He got real hot. He got hot. I think he shot. Did he shoot three under on the last nine? He shot uh, two under. He hit two, two under gross okay. on the uh, on the final nine. Yeah. And that's the thing about stroke play, which is one of the reasons that I'm not a fan, hashtag not a fan, is that, you know, one or two holes can totally flip things, right? So when when Colin, you know, makes a double here, a double there, uh, he may even had a maybe even had a a pretty big, pretty big blow up hole. That can flip it so quickly. Yeah, one hole. Yep. Yep. Uh, whereas you play a match play, you can kinda okay, that's just one hole, I'm now one down or whatever that looks like. Yep. And then yeah, Nolo came on red hot there at the end. Um, That's some incredible I like to think shots. buoyed by some some great team play and a side and a side <laughs> and a side a side, a side, a side net uh, best ball that we had going. That's neither here nor there. We won. Um, so again, got to come back around to where where do, where do you rank this in the all time greatest seasons? Three massive trophies. You mentioned qualifying for the for the Oklahoma Mid Am. Where, where do you rank it? I mean, I did not qualify for the mid-am. excuse me the Oklahoma Am. Yeah, yeah st- state Am, man. Yeah, don't cut me short here. My Come bad. on, My like, bad. I'm here to brag about yeah, myself. He's, he's I'm, I'm time, letting right? everybody know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I where do I rank it like compared to like Tiger Woods? Like, or do I where do I rank it amongst like my 12 year old baseball tournament? Like. Yeah, wherever yeah, you want to like take it, you know. <laughs> I mean, personally, I just want to say I think it falls just short of the 2000-2001 Tiger Slam only because that was four events. I mean, Hops only yeah. played in three. That is true. So I, I didn't play in the match, the, the Stewing. I missed the Stewing Society match play event yeah, in the yeah. spring, and that's one that you got to complete really, the calendar year that, so slam for me to bump it up above that's Tiger. The thing, that, yeah. it, you're exactly right, and that's that's why I'm hesitant about comparing it to anything. Um, I know some people are going to say it's not all in the same calendar year. Jack will probably say that when you ask, you know, Jack about it. Um, but M- I've, Mr. Hopefully Nicholas, I, hopefully actually. I have that. Yeah, the Golden Bear. When you ask him about it, um, he's coming on in. A, Next month, yeah. yeah, we're efforting. Those yeah. old guys are setting their ways, though. Hop, yeah. it's, it's, it's a new world out there now, man. Yeah, tough, tough scene. Uh, so I, I'm really looking forward to getting the wraparound, um, holding all the trophies, um, having my <laughs> wife take the photo uh, in our a victory in, cigar, in, 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 you know, the, a snifter, the dining room, fine scotch, with uh, all, all the trophies out on our dining room table. Um, yeah, and sending that out to my, you know. To my friends and family, as our as my Christmas card for 2022. Oh, well, it's, it's, it was impressive. Epic. It was impressive work, and uh, you'll certainly be lauded for ages, uh, no doubt. Let's get to those prognostications that we mentioned um, last week's pod. I believe uh, Nolo and myself got to do got to do predictions. We both predicted that Malibu would finish in DFL. I didn't say that Malibu. Uh, freaking last is what that uh, was Keith was very much Switzerland in this debate. He was just kind of running the running the quarterback spot. Uh, we were we were dead wrong. We were dead wrong. He played uh, below shot. his handicap. Came in at a six point two handicap, which is disrespectful. He won the match play. He won the match play, and uh, we both predicted based on his long layoff. Yeah, which that was roughly the last time he played was back in March or April. I, I think you're right. But he uh, he plays well. He didn't even know it. He had about a, he had a four foot slider on the last hole to secure that tie per second. If he misses that, he pl- he would have plummeted <laughs> plummeted to a fourth place finish. Ooh. Uh, so uh, had he known that that was the case, um, pressure can get to a guy. But yeah. got to give up to Big Fish against all odds. He silenced the haters and the losers. And comes through with a T two finish, 
Uh, your thoughts on, you talked a little bit about it, but your thoughts on Cody's play. You got to play with him at least a couple nights. Got to play with Cody at least one night in the second night. But uh, not surprised by anything that Cody does because every time I play with Cody, um, he's got uh, fantastic rhythm, tempo, smooth, strikes the ball really well. Um, so, uh, honestly, after the nine, he told me what he shot, and I was like, dude, I thought you shot like one or two over. And he was like, nah, I shot four or five over, something like that. Um, it, it always looks and, and feels like he's in it. Um, and uh, you just didn't see where where, uh, where he went a little higher. So, But, um, yep, he's solid. Well, let's talk a little bit about Nolo, right? So he was here last week, special guest, right, coming in hot. <laughs> predicted himself to be the winner. Yeah, very he threw, threw some shade out there. Yeah. I mean, I, he he had me half convinced by the time he left last week uh, on the podcast as well. But you said he finished in a tie for second. So sum up his round. How'd he do Saturday? Well, you know, for those that heard what he had to say, he had a little bit of trouble speaking under the mic. You know, it's a it's a first time you know, kind of rookie mistake. Man, but there's yes. a lot of skill that goes into this too. Oh, we're, we're not we're not just so drinking, much. We're not skill. just drinking beer and talking into a microphone here. There's a lot of skill here. <laughs> yes, it was talented, talented. Uh, blood, sweat, and tears to go into getting this good at podcasting. Uh, Hop, yes, Nolo pronounced himself the winner uh, beforehand, uh, as you know, most confident guys would. But that's not how it turned out. And uh, you know, over and over, I feel like the time, the nine that I got to play with him. I heard a familiar refrain, and it was something like, you know what would be really great here? A 60-degree. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about because uh, I, I didn't play with him the first nine. We were sitting over there under the tent catching catching a little bit of rest uh, before our second nine, and uh, he came striding over and we're like, hey, how's it going? And all of a sudden, the handle of a shaft comes flying in, bouncing in at, at the group. Uh, he, uh, how do we, how do we phrase this? Um, uh, wrapped, wrapped 60 degree around a tree somehow. Yes. Yeah, so helicopter is what the group likes to refer to it as. We, we actually talked about that in the preview. He, he's known for this. this. Isn't a surprise. Lo and behold, the 60 degree met an untimely demise. Yeah. Uh, courtesy of the Nolo helicopter meets tree. Yeah. yeah. Um, it happens. It does happen. And I think, and it could have cost, it, honestly, it could have cost, cost him the championship. I think it cost him the championship. I think it cost him the championship. So is his temper, his temper, I, can I say temper? You can say temper. Well, I just said it wrong the first time. <laughs> well, you can say it as many times as you want to. syllable on there, temper, uh, <laughs> and uh, cost him the championship. Yeah, that or the, the two whiffs. Well, that is true. So, not to be blamed on the 60 degree were two times that he was up against a fence off of number two at Jimmy Stewart. Oh, yeah. Know that well. Had to go. <laughs> he went left then, he huh? Had to go. He, he went it. left. He wasn't even there, and he knows that. He went left and had to then go lefty to try to hit it away from the fence. Missed twice. For those counting at home, those do count towards your stroke play <laughs> score. BS. BS. <laughs> and uh, lo and behold, he lost by two, two strokes. nary strokes. And so Nolo will have a lot to think about, I think, over the next few months. Yeah, the winter's long when you're when you're sleeping on something like that. That's gonna burn. And it will burn. But we got we got to give him props for the the high character quality guy that he is. To call those two strokes on himself, absolutely. And let, let the because nobody else in the group, nobody was saw watching them, knew. And when he got up to the green and finished out, hold out, he told them it was a double or whatever it was because they thought he was just taking practice swings. In fact, just this week he was uh, announced as one of the finalists for the Brent Christie Humanitarian Award <laughs> of 2021. Well, that's big time. That's big time. Huge. It, it's probably going to be the. It might be the only trophy he wins this year. True, it might be. It's late in the year, baby. It's late in the year. When I think of Nolo, I think of those three, three. I think of three things: the the sixty degree wedge break, the two left handed whiffs, and then the incredible birdie on eight. Absolutely on incredible the, on his last the last nine holes that we played. He uh, he he hooked his drive way left, kept it away from the water, and then had what. 250 260 to the green and yeah, hit a three. I think he had 250 in yeah. 
on a shot that nobody else would dare take on. No. Everybody else would run. be it's water in front of the green there. Yeah. yeah. Eight. He flies it over the bunker and uh, gets up and down from there for a, for an elite four. I mean, hit, hitting the approach shot to where he was was incredible, and then getting up and down was incredible because I could I was around the green in two and couldn't even get up and down for a five, let alone a – I made a six. So, yeah, he uh, – I, I, I'm going to remember uh, those three. Yeah, good stuff there. Well, you know, we know now that – Big Fish, Cody, the predicted DFL, did not finish DFL, <laughs> but there were seven guys in the competition, so someone did have to finish in DFL. So who was that, guys? Do we know? Oh, oh yeah, you uh, true, you hate to see it situation. Hate to see it. Absolutely hate to see it. You mentioned the handicap system earlier working so well. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure if it can take into account all variables. Does it, but, uh, does it take into account El Hosel's? It doesn't. Doesn't take oh, into account. Such a dirty word. Dirty word. I'm not. Don't, don't you dare the say S the word. S word. It t- does not take into account the Hosel adjacent, Hosel specific um, infections that can happen. Who could have predicted a hundred year pandemic in COVID? Who could have predicted a short, what we hope is a short term infestation of the El Hosel's? Twenty four hour flu, man. Um, Hop, why don't take us take us through who take us through DFL? You're you're doing a great job of, of analyzing the situation. Just 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 roll into it. To to you're firm your, but fair. To your to your your <laughs> performance, the the overall what I'm taking away from it. What I said, I don't want to. It was me, any, folks. Any of it. It was me, folks. Dead uh, effing yeah. last in a uh, in could a seven he, man event. Could he hit a putt straight at least? Uh, I didn't shank the driver or the putter. No, the the driver. Me, he, he, he had he had he had the nice flighted. Even though it, we didn't need it, the the the, the low left yeah, to right low, cut. Low, he, low he, he cut. Yeah, he, that's, I, that's, I, that's I was normal say, drive. I feel like you found more fairways. You found oh yeah more I, than average yeah. for you. Like I feel like the driver wasn't the issue. You didn't have to weren't having to punch out. You were always in the hole. But then it was the approach shot, and I think I could tell once you. Hit, and I think everybody's been there. Once you hit one, you can't get it out of your head. Really tough. You start thinking about it after the first one, absolutely. And um, so maybe you could give us some insight as to when you're sitting over the ball, <laughs> what's going through your head <laughs> after you've dark, after dark place. Uh, maybe on maybe on <laughs> T-Box on four. I, what's going through my head is probably more appropriate for the Dr. Phil podcast yeah, that he does weekly. Impromptu uh, therapy session right now. Yeah, so. but uh, no, I think I think you're right. Once you hit one, if you don't immediately hit a really good shot yep. next, yep. Um, it, it's pretty much downhill from there. So, yeah, tough day. Uh, not the day we wanted. No. Not the day we expected after, I can tell you, a ridiculous for a, uh, a father of two in a high-level position at the YMCA, a ridiculous amount of time spent practicing golf to um, to have those results was was not not what we expected. Clearly not what we wanted, but we will be back. We will be back, and I will say the only silver lining is we fought through it. Yeah, absolutely fought it, through it. You my, didn't help or anything. My hitter Nolo needed me on that final nine. When you're playing a net. Best so ball. Each nine, you got better each nine. I saw your scores. Um, you got on a par train for a while there. Dude. Yeah, there was a little bit of a par train, so I, I worked it out. A little bit of smoke and mirrors because um, to not to not let the S's creep stay in, it had to be a complete shut face. Like, I'm going to hit this ball left of left before I'm going to let this thing go off to the right. But, um, yeah, you know, made a couple net birdies there when my man Nolo needed me. Yep. Um, we took home some money, right? So, uh, despite the embarrassment that was my performance in the, uh, the, the, uh, the stroke play portion, we, uh, we fought through it. That's all you can ask. We did not quit. Nope. We faced the media. We faced the media afterwards. Questions right now. Uh, did not skirt things and, um, we will be back. Tough way to end the season, but, uh, I feel, I feel good things for 2022. Before we wrap up on on the championship, I've got a question for you guys. I'm a little nervous that people are going to say there's an asterisk next to my championship. <laughs> Whoa, controversy. Okay. I, yeah, I don't, I, I, we, haven't t- we haven't touched on this yet. But 
Dragon wasn't there. Dragon and wasn't there. All, Late. Wow. I, it, it, as much as it hurts me to say this, we all know Dragon is the best golfer. Of the we group. do know it. Matt, He's Matt, Nolo even. Plus, plus three and a half or something, plus right? Three so, strokes. Yeah, incredible so golfer. So, to, 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 it, it, it is a net championship. What do you guys think? Late, late scratch due to completely unforeseen circumstances. Um, I think that, is it, you know, I wasn't there for tough. the match play championships. So you weren't there we're for the match asterisking play. You can only, as as folks who as folks who schedule love it a week non conference schedule like that's on them. Yeah, right. Yeah. You can only play the folks that show up to the event. Right. So I think that everything happened as it should have in this cosmic universe of wacky, wild, it's the year wild, of the hop. wacky. It's stuff. the year of the hop. Yeah. If, if if some wacky, crazy stuff is what it took to see through this 2021 that will forever be known as the year of the hop, it, it, no asterisk. Man, Absolutely I love it. Asterisk. I love it. Yeah. On that, boys, I got to get out of here. I gotta, At least that's I gotta, what we'll tell you to your face. And then, you know, once your segment of the podcast ends, maybe we'll uh, we'll talk no, no, about no, it. No, I, I don't care. I love it. Smack talk is coming soon as hop uh, leaves here. But uh, you, you, you mentioned all my putting. house husband duties uh, yep, call, right? So uh, they're, they're, we're not going to you know, hold you back from that, but we appreciate you stopping in, you know, sharing 20 minutes with us here, recapping again, a tremendous victory on Saturday and really recapping a tremendous year for you, but 2021 year of the hop. Absolute year of the hop. Uh, congratulations. And that's despite, you know, your, your Oklahoma state Cowboys getting, getting done dirty out of East Lake, (laughs) which we're going to get into deep and heavy right now. Sounds like a transition is great transition. uh, Hop again. Appreciate you stopping in, bud. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Go Pokes. They're gonna get. They're gonna get them in the national championship. I got. I gotta get something in. We'll just you guys, see. You guys we'll are gonna just go see. Out. We didn't have Bo. We didn't have a Mon Gupta. Wasn't in the lineup. It's not even the same lineup. You know. There's no dragon. Oh, wait, dragon wasn't you, there. You just. So. You just were kind of oh, wanting I, a little I, bit of. You know, a little bit of Kush off of your asterisk, <laughs> and now you're trying to give the you know, OU's victory an asterisk. Like, not cool. <laughs> not cool. It, it probably wasn't even OU's like final like. Weren't they missing one of their studs? They were missing one of their studs. Yeah, so, studs. well, let's dive into it, Keith. Right, East Lake Cup out in Atlanta, and we were not disappointed with the finish. The home state showed out very, very well, Big both time. on the men's and women's side. Keith, where should we go first in breaking down the championship matches out at East Lake? Let, let's start with the Oklahoma State women first, right? Because I think I think going into it, Jay Till, you and I had said, and obviously you had the the uh, interview with Coach Robertson. Yeah, right? great so interview. The, the, the couple days beforehand, what, last Friday, whatever it was. Uh, I think we were pretty adamant that they were number one and number one by a wide margin, right? So, obviously, we talk about Stanford a lot. We want to see Oklahoma State and Stanford in the finals out of sure. Greyhawk in May. We'll, we'll see if that happens. But we, we expected Oklahoma State to perform well, and they didn't disappoint. They end up knocking off what was, no, at the time, number three seed Duke, right? So, you obviously, top four teams in it. You reseed it. Um, Arizona ends up knocking off Ole Miss in the consolation prize. Oklahoma State wins three and two over Duke, and it – it really wasn't that close, no, right? So. Absolutely not. Maddie Henson toll card goes out first, three and ones. Uh, M. Fertney. Yeah, Fertney was a was a U.S. Junior Am winner or something like that. She she's she had got won the she junior. is a a salty amateur golfer and a match play golfer as well. She's won a big competition. Yeah, yeah, but then I think the biggest complete uh, kind of uh, whitewashing, if you will, came from Izzy Fierro. Seven but and kicking. six. But kicking. Yeah. You don't see many seven and sixes out there in match play. She takes down Brinker. And so once they were up 2-0 without much of a sweat, it was kind of just a who's going to get that last match, that last point, if you will. And that was Haley Jones, who, you know, Coach Robertson talked about, has had a great fall. It's been difficult for him to decide who's going to make that five-person roster because they've had such great play throughout the fall. Gives her the spot. I shouldn't say give her the spot. She earned the yeah, spot. She earned it. She earned it. And uh, and is the the clinching match of the East Lake Cup. And so, as predicted, really, unlike Nolo making bad predictions about who's going to win the uh, Stewart National uh, Championship, we certainly predicted that Okie State would uh, 
come away with the victory, and they did. We have a little bit of a layoff, obviously, until we get to see them again in the spring. But, man, they are just riding. If they can somehow keep that wave of momentum going into the spring, they are going to be fun to watch and uh, a bear to deal with. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just just fun to watch. And, and I think they were undefeated in major competitions at the fall. I think they won every single tournament they were in, if I'm not mistaken, which, like, which is pretty good. I it mean, is, it's really good. And I think that... You know, golf fans probably understand this more than most, but general in general in sports, it's kind of like, oh, best team. What's the big deal? They should win all the time. Golf is not that way. Even the best probably lose more than they win, and yeah. that's not even talking about team golf where you got to rely on multiple ladies or guys to play well. So for OSU to go out in four tournaments this fall and finish first in all four tournaments – Something to be said for that. Yep. And again, the only thing I think that could derail them being crowned national champs is if they square off with Stanford, which the only time that would happen was at the NCAAs. That's going to be their big you know, square off uh, matchup of the spring should it come to fruition. Um, I don't see anything else keeping them from yep. a national championship. We, we as golf fans, and in particular college golf fans, and in particular fans of the in-state schools here, you know, I, I fingers crossed that we get that matchup at some point out there, right? You, you would hope that it's going to be in the final uh, out at Greyhawk uh, around Memorial Day weekend, right? Give or take a few days uh, in May of well, 2022. Because but well, I, I saw you marked it on our calendar, right? So you put it on the YSO calendar. I saw as, that pop up as, this week. Uh, That's I believe the it was Rick we Flair would, would say, to be the best. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. Or to be the woman, you got to beat the woman, right? I, so I actually think that was, uh, here, so. it was Rose Zang phoning in saying, Lady Cowgirls, I know you're on a hot, on a heater right you now. You don't need to motivate them. Don't don't poke the bear but now. To be the champs, you you got to go through the best. So we hope to get to see that because it will be fun from the fanalists yep. and us to see a greatness versus greatness. Yep, absolutely. Well, well, let's switch over to to the men's side. And again, Boom we, 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 we felt like we oh, we Billy were, Sims so, just we were in. so so close. Hey, Billy, uh, we were so close to it. At Greyhawk at the national championships this past year, Jay Teal, right? Both Oklahoma and Oklahoma State make it to the final four. Obviously, OU advances. Oklahoma State falls just short. We get it at match play mm-hmm. at the Big 12 championships a couple of weeks ago in the third place match, right? Not the match that we wanted it to be in, but we finally get Bedlam for a major trophy on the line. And again, this one didn't disappoint either. Oklahoma State, OU, toe-to-toe across all five matches. This was fun to watch on Wednesday afternoon, wasn't it? It absolutely was. I think that um, you know, probably two or three storylines that I want to make sure we get some time to talk about. Chris Goderup, you know, you, I think college golf is something that you really don't know what you're getting. And certainly when it comes to when folks transfer in, right? How, what, what's going on there? How does that all work? So when you have somebody coming from a different school, you're kind of automatically thinking, oh, well, is it damaged goods? Like, why would somebody be coming in uh, having one player of the year in another conference sort of thing? Big 10 player of the year. And I think one of the huge storylines is Chris Goderup establishing himself both subjectively as one of the best players in college golf and now objectively as the number one ranked collegiate golfer in the country after his stellar performance out at Eastlake. He wins the medalist honors on Monday. Uh, I guess co ties with Preston Summerhays of Arizona State. Medalist sure. honors. Give, uh, give, give the uh, ASU Sun Devils. Absolutely. Well. Absolutely. They both played very well on Monday, set their squads up well for Tuesday, but got her up to me was just huge. And you, you just seemed like he was in total control. Seems like he's got a little bit of that that Quaid coming swag about him. He does, he does, which I love to see. And uh, he dispatches uh, of Newman uh, fairly, fairly easily four and three in that championship match. That was the anchor match, yep. and so just fun to and you know, to watch. Right, that's another thing we haven't talked about. We actually get to watch these guys and gals get it on uh, via Golf Channel's coverage. Uh, got her up to me was uh, the highlight in terms of the consistent play and the, okay, this guy is the real deal. Yep, 
Yep, absolutely. And let's let's take a step back, I guess, to preview the semifinal matches that went down. Right, we talked about it, you know, last week on the pod because the individual stroke play had taken place. Is that OSU and Oklahoma had both maybe not played as well as they wanted to from a stroke play standpoint? Right, they both finished, I think, five over, tied for third and fourth. Oklahoma State gets the tiebreaker, so they end up as the three seed. They dispatch Arizona State, and then Oklahoma against Pepperdine. Uh, in the 1-4 matchup, right? A rematch of the national championship. OU exacts a little bit of revenge there against uh, the Waves there, but uh, again, a stacked Pepperdine squad as well. And so again, I I think it wouldn't shock me if this is the final four again next year till when we get out to Greyhawk in Arizona again. I mean, all four four of these teams are No, you're right. All four of these schools are stacked. If anything, coming into this year, I had the most question marks about the Sooners. Yeah, same. I think, yeah, a bunch of turnover, right? Losing think, those four stud seniors last year, yeah, or three. I, yeah, I think that that to me was the the real question mark coming into the fall. And clearly, with the addition of Goderup, I think the uh, ascension of Logan McAllister as Just a match play, a match play fiend stalwart. You cannot beat that guy. He rarely loses a match play. And then what did we get this week? Right, the establishment of two freshmen. First of all, we got Drew Goodman in the semis against Pepperdine, takes down Hitchner of Pepperdine, who had been a great player, uh, still is a great player. He he takes him to the woodshed four and three. Jackson Dowell against Versich takes him down four and two. Versich is a good player as well. Basically knocking out two of their taking two of their legs out with our freshman. Then you turn around to the finals, coming through again big. I did not see this coming. Jackson Dowell. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that. down match. Eugenio Lopez Chicara, by all accounts, I would say they're one bag on OSU squad. Yeah, definitely. Uh, who had played great, actually made the cut in a PGA Tour event a couple weeks ago. Jackson just fought and fought and fought and stuck with it. And then, Keith, I would say the unimaginable. Yeah, let's we, we have to talk about Eugenio and the and the struggles he had with the putter down the stretch against uh, young Jackson Dow. He he was he was on cruise control till this this matched this match looked like it was over with about four holes to play. Um, I, I mean, you know, we've all been there, right? And obviously, not going to beat up on the guy. He's a tremendous player. He's going to be playing on the PGA Tour in a couple years. There's no doubt in my mind on that. But he. Uh, well, two a, up, a, case, a case of the yips. Right? Yeah, well, two up with three to play. And uh, Dow makes a nice birdie on the 16th. Excuse me, he makes par on 16 uh, to get it down to one. And then makes birdie on 17 to Eugenio's double. Missed the shaky putt. Three to five. And so they go in to 18, tied up. And um, yeah, there's no other way around it. The putt that Eugenio hit on eighteen, probably a four footer, maybe. It could have it could have been gifted to him. Yeah, it could have been conceded. Uh, one of the yippiest strokes that you've ever seen, and I've gotten to spend a little bit of time around Eugenio between the Big Twelves, getting to see him out at Karsten once, interact with him. Just the nicest, most um, you know, boisterous kind of guy that you could ever hope to be around, and want nothing but the best for him. And I just really, truly hope, even being an OU guy, right? I have no bones about saying it. Love seeing OU take down OSU in any sport. But for his long-term future, I hope this is kind of a blip on the radar. But you can see it being something. We all know how mental of a game golf is that he carries with him going forward. Uh, But that's probably the thing that ends up flipping uh, the match, uh, Jackson wins in 19 holes and uh, gets that first point on the board, and then it was just a matter of time uh, before we chased down uh, the rest of the squad. Uh, you had Logie, yeah, the aforementioned McAllister, taking down it five and to beat that three. Guy. You're just not going to beat him in match play, folks. And then Goderup getting that final point on the board with a four and three victory with a nice little chip in, nice yeah. little chip yeah. in on uh, on number uh, number 14, I believe it was. So. Again, Okie State just stacked. It should be noted that Bo Jin, Amon Gupta, we're not there. Amon Gupta, not in the lineup. Uh, how great is it to be able to fill back in with uh, Mr. Thomas and Mr. Rasmus Niergaard Peterson? 
I mean, talk about some depth when you can, when you can fill in for a first team all American and a semifinalist in the U S amateur with those two guys, it's pretty good. You got some depth. depth. Yeah, we were talking about Rayhan Thomas was what I think the highest rated recruit that Oklahoma State yeah, had when ever you, gotten. When you ever, said that, so we had a little, like, you know, stupid, uh, little right? impromptu. We had, a, we had a fact check that. Our, we had a little impromptu watch party, you know, here at the uh, the YSO studios yep. on uh, Wednesday afternoon when the uh, Bedlam final uh, came to fruition. And when you said that, uh, maybe Hop said it. Whoever announced that, I actually called BS, and I went to the interwebs, and sure. Enough. Tremendous player. Yeah. He is the highest recruit, the uh, highest rated recruit that OSU has ever brought in. And you know what a golf hashtag golf school OSU is uh, for that to be the case. So, man, it's one of those deals it where I fun. didnn't it want it to end. To yep. Yep. Right. Because not Hoping only OU and OSU are in it, but to televised college golf. I cannot wait for next May, baby. Let's go. Yeah, going to be a lot of fun. Again, wish we could get more of it on television, but uh, hopefully uh, as as more, you know, we get more exposure to the game at that level, we'll get more TV coverage of the uh, the game as well. All right, well, I know we've been, you know, we've, we've, we've talked a lot, so let's get some quick hitters. I know we have a few other things on the board we want to get through. What else, what else you got? Any more college golf? Yeah, Anybody? you know, hey, I, I want to, we, we want to give equal tre- treatment to the OU women, and we're going to talk a lot about the OU women here in a moment, but let's jump back over to the PGA Tour, right? Okay. So let, let's talk a little bit about the Butterfield Bermuda Championship taking place down in Bermuda. Uh, it was windy yeah, down there, too. Yeah, like I the think. Butterface Bermuda Championship. <laughs> yeah, not, um, a, not, not a super sexy tournament, right? Uh, I, I didn't watch a whole lot of it. I alluded to that in the intro. Worst strength of field from what I saw in a couple of uh, articles. Uh, I would call it uh, disabled more than depleted. It's fair. Worst strength of uh, strength of field for a PGA tournament in a decade from what I saw on a couple of tweets. Patrick Reed still couldn't win. And Patrick Reed still couldn't get it done. (laughs) Uh, Tough conditions. Yeah. Tough, tough conditions. You're playing in that type of win. It's really not that Out on the island uh, of Bermuda, Port Royal Golf Course, Lucas Herbert gets Air, Air, is it Herbert if they're Australian? It's Herbert, yeah, I think so. It's not A Bear. No, A Bear's Cajun, so it's different. It's like a whole other thing. It's a whole other country yeah. down there. Gets it done minus fifteen for his first PGA Tour win. Somebody had to. Somebody had to do it. Um, Patrick Reed in second, fourteen under par. Danny Lee makes an appearance. Former U.S. amateur phenom right. heard on the broadcast that people would turn around and look whenever they saw him or hurt hear him hit the golf ball, uh, has been an up-and-down PGA Tour player, ties second with Patrick Reed. You know, other notables as I go down the board, not many, to be honest with you. Pepe Pete Malnati, T7, uh, friend of the pod. Seamus Power, all-name team. Seamus. T12. Uh, is that how you pronounce that? Because yeah. yeah. I, I read Seamus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Exactly. Hometown boy, or at least home state boy, Austin Eckroat, teeing it up. T22 equips himself nicely. uh, Cashes a nice little $57,000 check, which we always like to see. He's paid taxes on in Oklahoma, so that's important. That's right. Graham McDowell. Making a T12, right? So at 10 Yeah, this was like the uh, former major championship winner, right? Haven't heard from him in a while. Like the Butterfield, like the washed up field invitation. (laughs) I mean, good. Lord, this was terrible. Uh, so there you have it. Peter Uline in the field as we, well. Right? We've so, uh, T34. We, so trying to get some more. Local yeah, maybe we'll get outs. to it next week. But this seems like a lot of what the uh, Super Golf League uh, will be. It's a bunch of has beens getting trotted out there for uh, for big dollars. But we had to at least mention it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a, it pod. was an official PGA calendared event. So yeah, they handled out it, handed out we full FedEx to. points for this. If you could believe it or not, yeah, I will out. say one one more shout out. Um, I don't know what he finished, but I saw that Aberg from Texas Tech, Ludwig Aberg, was in the field. Um, Love the amateurs. He's still in college. Um, Made the cut, I think. Yeah, he's tied for 51st. Okay. Uh, Yeah, yeah, two under par. So Max McGreevy in the field as well. Oh, you got right. So we we had some other – he finished uh, even par at tied uh, for 62. So, yeah, had had a cut, right? So I guess it's an official event. Yeah, the Butterface Invitational. uh, There you have it. It's fair. Yep. Uh, And uh, I did not finish in dead last in the uh, YSO Dirty Birdies contest, so we got that going for us as well. Important to know. Middle of the pack. I think it was 22nd or something like that. Here's how much I cared. I entered my team, and I don't even know what I finished. Uh, I think you beat me still. So congratulations. Doesn't make me feel good. So, uh, well, let's talk about the OU women's golf team, J. Till. So you and I 
fortunate enough to play in a fantastic event. Yeah, what a time. Friday evening, Friday afternoon that carried on into the evening. We had a lot of fun, but let's talk about the ladies' performance first and foremost. Closing out the fall season. Yeah, the uh, the Old Stone Intercollegiate played up in Bowling Green, Kentucky, right? So, no, Coach B has some ties to kind of the Kent State, Ohio, kind of in that area and stuff. And so, kind of a a MAC player herself. So, maybe not shocking that they're entered into the field here. But uh, the ladies finished in fifth overall. I know uh, Maria Fernanda Martinez played really well up there from an individual standpoint. I think Michaela Fortuna played well as well. But, you know, maybe not the finish that Coach V would have wanted. But, um, it, it's a way to go off into the offseason. They know they've got some things to work on, be able to come back in the spring. Uh, but, uh, you know, your thoughts on where the ladies stand uh, going into the offseason, bud? Yeah, you know, just because I like to call it like I see it, probably a disappointing fall. I think that... I think it's fair. Yeah, I think it's fair. I think that Coach V, I actually had a chance, uh, got down to the, the uh, Booster Club event, a little bit early and got a chance to chat with her for just a few minutes. And, um, you know, I think that first it should be noted that Libby Winans was actually at PGA Tour, uh, right. LPGA Tour Q yeah. School. So she didn't tee it up in this event. So when you take one of your, your horses Probably your one bag, right? out of the lineup, yeah. um, it kind of anticipated maybe a little bit of a disappointing finish. But I think that where we stand right now with the OU women's program is... You hope that the what I would consider untapped potential of this squad will be realized when we turn the page to 2022 and the spring. Now, I will say that she said that this course that they got to play, the Old Stone, it was called Old Stone, out in Bowling Green, was absolutely meant. She had nothing but great things to say about the course, about the event. Maybe maybe just a little bit disappointed um, in, in the, the play that was exhibited at least that's my that's kind of my perspective. I think that uh, again, unrealized potential is how I would sum up the fall season for the Lady Sooners. But um, you know, again, great time down at the Shot in the Dark. I think that uh, we've said it on the podcast at least a couple of times that the personalities of the ladies, yeah. yeah. Are so great. It, it, both both the all the interviews that we've had and the interactions that we've had with both the OU women in the OSU women have been absolutely tremendous, right? So just great personalities. They they love to talk. They love to answer the questions. They're all about it. It's so much fun to interview those gals. It is absolutely great. You mentioned Maria Fernanda Martinez tying for sixth. Uh, Hannah Screen tied for 22nd. Uh, actually talked about this on Friday night with her second career ace. She aces. Right, yeah. The par three eighth hole in the second round. Uh, I asked her if you know does that put her as the most recent hole in one on the women's squad. She said yes. So she is in leader in the clubhouse, waiting to be knocked off um, for the hole in one championship. And she currently is the reigning hole in one champ. Megan Winans uh, and Nina Lang rounded up the lineup at uh, seventeen over and eighteen yeah. over. Freshman and sophomore, respectively, right? So they're they're still young. There's still so much to learn. I think from a uh, from a competitive not not to say that they haven't been in comp- com- competitive golf here over the last few years, but uh, potential. I think is probably the word, right? So you talked about that untapped potential. I think those two ladies have a yeah, lot. Yeah, again, I, I think that uh, throughout the roster, certainly with the uh, the upperclassmen, they're probably just a little disappointed in their play this fall. Uh, but again, the, the I think the talent is there to make a run into the NCAA's. I think so, yeah. And, I think that uh, should be the goal. Right? I'm already, to I'm already excited to, uh, to see them tee it up. I want to say end of February is when they're going to get back into competition out in Arizona. And so, uh, you know, it's going to be a long three months for us not to have a lot of college golf to talk about. Yeah, I know. And uh, I'm already setting the calendar uh, reminders in early to mid-February to get with Coach V, get with Coach Hibble, get with Coach Robertson, uh, and uh, Coach uh, Bratton up at Oklahoma State as well to get those spring previews ready to go. I'm sure we'll be bringing that to you in just a few short months' time. But let's talk about what happened on Friday night. JTL. So again, you, you mentioned the booster event again. The Red Tea Club, right, is the uh, the booster club, if you will, for the OU women's golf uh, team. And uh, we were fortunate enough to be able to play in the event that they put on this past Friday. Nine holes, front nine at Jimmy Austin during the day, right four four o'clock. I guess probably about four fifteen by the time we ended up teeing it off. Go in, have dinner, 
have a good time, chat, have a couple of adult beverages, right? We, we did, not the players, right? So we the players were well-behaved. 21 means 21. That's right. And then went down to the Coast Center in the, the Ransom Short Course and played at night. So played with the lighted balls, right? We had the, uh, you know, I don't know, like airport lights, essentially, you know, uh, (laughs) making the fairways and, you know, going around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just an absolute blast, a hell of a good time there. And and we we actually made a good account of ourselves, right? So we didn't embarrass ourselves. No, I thought we made a great account of ourselves. Um, I think we mentioned it earlier. We treated this as a big-time double date. That's right. Uh, Took the wives with us. Took the wives with us, Uh, Amanda and Sarah. Had a great time. We uh, we played well enough to finish several under par, and um, I think we were third when it was all said and done. By the so, time it was all said yeah. and done, you know, I gotta say, like, people need to get out to this thing next year. I think it's only the second year that they've done it. Yep. Like I Fun was um, very very impressed with the vibe. You know, it's very laid back. Um, it is a situation where. You mentioned the nine holes during the day, which is fun, but that that night golf concept. That and by fun. the way, we had the good fortune of having Libby Winans and Nina Lang, Nina Lang on our squad, yeah. on our squad. And so, um, in spite of having that sort of talent, you and I both contributed mightily to we that yeah. three under par score on that uh, mere seven holes at night. Man, what a hoot of a time! So, for those of you who have not had the chance to, to kind of dig in deeper with the OU women's program, dig in deeper with the OSU women's program, wherever your allegiance may lie, get out there and get, get involved. I mean, um, you know, I got to say it for the price point, there's not a better way to interact with yep. some stellar intercollegiate athletes than there is with women's golf and, uh, had a great time, played well, unique experience. Uh, I can't say enough good things about it. Yeah, and I think you even took home a closest to the pin or a long drive or something. You you you, you okay. won an individual award, man. I gotta Un- give you some dap. Unbelievably, I won the night golf long drive contest. Now, you know, here's the thing. I'm not a long hitter. So you're not. I I am not um I'm not saying there was tomfoolery to kinda you know, make sure the podcast guy kind of got some uh, some love. But the chances of me getting the long drive at any event, let alone an event where there are actual highly talented collegiate golfers playing, is... Uh, There's some guys from Belmar that were playing. Too. Suspect they were pretty good. <laughs> at best. You know, unless there were some unexpected topped drives out there in the dark where you couldn't see kind of where you were hitting dubious at best, but I, I will take my recognition. I can tell you that in uh, 41 years of, of this life, first long drive contest I've ever won. So, hey, uh, you know, better late than never, bro. Better <laughs> Here, late than never. Here's to many more. <laughs> Absolutely. So again, uh, special thanks to, uh, to coach V coach sermon for having us out there and really again, rolling out the red carpet, right? So the crimson carpet, whatever you want to call it, uh, so much fun to go down, hang out at the, uh, the coast center, seeing all the trophies, seeing all the swag, the gear, interacting with the players, uh, just an absolute hoot. We, uh, we had a blast and, uh, I think we followed up, uh, today and told coach V you can go ahead and mark us down for next year as well. We will be an annual participant. And again, I'm sure Oklahoma state has some sort of equivalent as well. So we're going to get in that and play in that one as well. So we get, we like to give equal treatment to the in-state schools here. And uh, I don't know if Tulsa has one, they hit us up. We, we will always play in golf events. So uh, we don't have to twist our arms. Absolutely. We have uh, zero discrimination when it comes to playing in golf events, supporting these squads that, um, you know, this is great stuff, guys. College golf is really, we could it's probably, a, it's a lot of fun. We could probably pivot and only do a college golf podcast. That's how awesome it is. The personalities, the experiences that they have out there. And uh, again, Shout out to the Lady Sooners for uh, showing us a great time. Yep, absolutely, my friend. Well, hey, we are up against the hour mark here, J. Teal. Uh, plugs, uh, anything else? Am I missing anything, bud? Gosh. Um, it's, it's November, man. We are in the month of November. We are in November. I think that um, at some point, you know, this whole Saudi Golf League. It's oh, get, yeah, we didn't even touch on that. Greg Norman going to be the commissioner? It's getting yeah. some legs. Yeah. We'll, we will save it. Um, Put a pin in it. We'll come back to it. I think that during this time, everybody kind of, you know, we get to November, we kind of turn our attention to the holidays. We're going to stack you up with a lot of great interview content. Got some big interviews coming, yep. 
over the next 60 days or so before we turn the calendar and focus on Hawaii golf. That always excites Sony people come Open. January. Yeah. But in the meantime, don't give up on getting your golf fix at YSO Golf, both on Twitter and Instagram. I can tell you, come next Monday, November 8th, you're going to see some golf content oh, yeah. that uh, We've got some stuff is um, appealing to the eye. Let's say I'll just leave it at that. It'll be appealing to the ear as well. We'll be doing a podcast from our remote location. I think it's Guys, fair to we're say gonna, that. We're going to we'll have, tease all, that. We're gonna have yeah. all the senses covered. Yeah, all yeah, the we'll, maybe we'll not smell, that. but other than that, it's um, we'll find a way. Yeah. So, I mean, you have a you have an odor about you, so I mean, everybody knows it. But uh, for us here at the Sports Pros Network, you can check us out on the web at fantasysportspros.com, or you can follow us on Twitter at sports underscore pros and remember that is pros with an e p-r-o-s-e enjoyed it again my friend so always uh, you know we'll be we'll be in touch right so we'll be reaching out to the listeners again get a big big uh, remote thing planned next monday we'll be talking about it we'll be leading up to it but in the meantime it's getting cooler out there but still ladies and gentlemen as always we would encourage you to get out there and enjoy the walk (laughs) 